Have you ever had this thought, I can never seem to get ahead? Or maybe this one, I have no idea what I'm doing. We've been there, and you probably have too. Unfortunately, confusion and frustration are normal for men today. Comparison, escapism, and all kinds of regrets usually have one of these involved. But the good news is this, no matter which one you're dealing with, the answer is the same. Focus on the fundamentals. Most of the outer issues we face can be improved or even solved by dealing with a few inner markers we call the fundamentals. We believe you can begin to take your life to the next level by becoming strong in the fundamentals of your life. So we wrote a free PDF called The 4D Model, Mastering the Fundamentals of Real Success. This PDF will show you what the four fundamentals are and how these key areas are foundational to the success of every man. You'll learn how to start a journey within that transforms the way you live your life and navigate your circumstances. Now, why did we make this PDF? So you can have a tool to learn how to focus on the four fundamentals, because when you do, long-lasting success can happen in your life. Get your free copy of the 4D Model of Success at thrivingman.com. Hey guys, welcome back to the Confident Man Podcast. This week we have part two of an interview we did with Kenny Dallas from M46Dads.com. Now Kenny Dallas and Tim Sexton started M46Dads to really make an impact in men's lives, just to help them be better dads. And last week we talked about kind of the story behind it, where it came from, how it got started. This week, we're going to talk a lot more about the details, how to do it, how the meetings happen, what they do to really help men be better dads, what are the practical things they do, and how it works in their situation. You're going to love this interview. You're going to love the energy of Kenny. So let's jump in. Welcome to the Confident Man Podcast empowering men with the confidence they need to live their adventure. Now, here is your host, David Maxwell. I like what you said earlier. You talked about transparency. And one of the things on your site, you say that transparency is better than accountability. Can you, can you elaborate on that and how you see that in men? You explained yeah. it in your life, but how do y'all make that a part of the M46 model? Okay. And, and look, this is tough. This is tough. I'm going to start with a little line that I learned from, um, that I learned from Tim Sexton, who taught me insecurity is the enemy of intimacy. If yeah. we're ever insecure, there's no way we can go deeper. Like I, I want you to think about, imagine a relationship that you had one day, like with a teacher that you had, and you thought that teacher just hated you. Well, did you really love the subject, you know, or 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 a, a boss that you once worked for that you thought really hated you? It, well, it, you're not really motivated. You're not. You're not, you're definitely not going to create a relationship right there because you don't know where you stand. You yeah. know, I, I'm insecure, you know, with that, and and so for us, we kind of started with that idea with me and Tim. Like, okay, if we're going to do this. If we're going to create a place where men can put their guard down, we're going to have to lead out. And so we started with our own wives of like, hey, are y'all okay with this? Because there's no way men in the room are going to be okay with some transparency unless we stand up there and we give a little ourselves. Now, I always run by stories that I'm going to tell in there with my kids or with yeah. my wife. I don't want them ever feel like I've embarrassed them. To be quite honest, 
the embarrassment is generally ourselves. It's yep. not, I'm not, I'm not in there talking about my kids' failures. Like I'm talking about what's inside of me as a dad. And so rarely do I really have to really pass something by our folks. But to be quite honest, I don't think there's anything wrong with accountability. Accountability is great. Accountability groups. I've been a part of them. I've just been a part of accountability groups where I lied. Like, yeah. uh, you know, where I'm just like, yep, I'm good. And yep. I'm not good. The crap is all <laughs> falling down all around me. Yeah. You know, that's yeah. why actually I tell, I tell guys when they talk about being accountability, I actually joke with them. And I said, well, your last accountability question is what lies did you just tell the accountability group? You yep. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like it, yeah. And, and part of, I just think transparency is a little bit of a deeper dive mm-hmm. than accountability, just in terms of, can I really let my guard down a little bit right here and, and, and tell others now we're, we're not asking men to come in there and profess like I'm, I'm addicted to porn or I'm this or I'm that like, we're like, but I am going to tell you what ends up happening. All these dudes that come, they want to be better dads. An amazing thing happens when my relationship actually with my kid can go a little bit deeper with some transparency with them. It's amazing how the relationship with my kids, like if I can open up a little bit, even with them and share some of my fears, like what dad has fears, dad has worries, dad has doubts. There's a deeper dive than me just asking my kid, Hey, are you doing right? Are you making yeah. all the good choices? Are you doing your Bible time? Or are you doing your, you got all your homework done? And, and I listen, I, please don't hear me that I'm like downing accountability. It's like pastors all over the world, turning off the podcast right now. We're <laughs> accountability groups. I'm not, I'm not trying to do that. What I yeah. am saying is inside of that accountability group, is there real transparency or am I mm-hmm. checking a box? Like I answered the question. And so it is in no way trying to attack that, but we want to go in we want to go in there at every one of our meetings and we lead out with transparency. And it's amazing what ends up happening in the room where guys feel like they can kind of let the guard down a little bit. One cool thing that we do, you were talking about the experiential piece, David, is we try to hook up kind of with a local restaurant. We've had a lot of success with our local Chick-fil-A's that will Mm -hmm. kind of give me some chicken biscuits and some coffee. And so we try to kind of provide that for our dudes as they come in the room. And I tell them, Hey, the chicken biscuits and the coffees are free, but you got to do the challenge. Don't cook. Don't eat our biscuits if you ain't doing the challenge. You know, kind of yeah, one of yeah. those. But that that I appreciate you. Can I mention the experiential part? Because to me, that is the entire thing. Mm-hmm. We want them to experience the reality of the gospel. That when the hearts of the father turn towards the child, the hearts of the children turn toward the father. And by the way, that doesn't necessarily happen overnight, especially if I've got you know, a 10 year, 20 year, 30 year, 40 year bad relationship. Maybe yeah. I'll never actually see it, but we're going to believe God. We're, we're going to yeah. believe God for that. If that makes sense. Yeah. Well, it's something that I, I tell men uh, when I coach them that as, as men do that inward journey themselves, they're able to grow and connect emotionally with their wives, with their children and friendships and deep relationships are an emotional connection. So if a man can't even figure his own emotions out, what he thinks, what he feels, he won't be able to connect with his children. And that's why I saw it in years of youth ministry. You know, when, when teenagers become teenagers, what a lot of times people do, oh, they're teenagers. Now they're weird. I can't connect with them. We blame the child for our lack of emotional ability. 
Yeah. And, and I think that's where I, I love the fact that you're challenging men to do that inward journey through transparency. I love that word more than accountability. One other thing I want to hit that I love that y'all say is men intentionally fighting for the heart of their children. Um, I like the way that brings the fight to the man. How do y'all try to encourage and challenge men in that intentional fight for their children? Good. I, I'm going to kind of, I'm going to answer that question and also kind of refer to something that you had just said. I'm going to tell you a little personal story from myself and one of my sons, and I'm not giving up any identity. I got five boys. So it could be any yeah. one of a ton of different kids. Uh, but I had, I had one of my sons kind of to finish off that, that last discussion we have. And by the way, I, I'm going to tell a positive story about myself. I could tell you a hundred, hundred negative ones. One of the things I learned from Tim Sexton out of this insecurity is the enemy of intimacy is like, uh, all right, let's go ahead and just say it. You know, every study shows 95% of men, the struggle they have is with their eyes. It's mm-hmm. porn. It's lust. It's, it, it, you know, a lot of that becomes sexual, but that also is greed. It's, it's other things yeah. like that. So so, so that, that, is, and by the way, I tell guys in my, in my group all the time, I think the other 5% of y'all are just liars. That's yeah, your problem. Yeah. <laughs> so, exactly. But so I had one of my boys and I did all the things, the block of internets and stuff that everybody does and this, that, the other, I had one of my sons and for a few days, man, his demeanor was different. He looked different. He's just, you know, one of those kind of things came and sat down with me at, at some point, kind of on the bed of my truck outside of the house. I was cutting grass one day and he just sits down with me and he's like, daddy, I gotta, I gotta tell you something. He goes, I, I don't know what's wrong with me. If I'm this, I'm that, you know, he's had all these things go to his mind. Basically he told me like he had gotten into uh, an iPad and, and it was mm-hmm. unlocked and he had looked at all kinds of stuff. And for the last couple of weeks, he had been looking at all kinds of stuff that he knew he shouldn't have. And he was scared to death. I mean, he was crying, coming to me it, saying, saying, I know you're going to kill me. I know you're this. I know you, you know, it was kind of one of that, like yeah. what's wrong with me? Am I, you know, am I really a Christian or this, that, the other? And you know what, because I had walked through some of that idea of transparency and insecurity is the enemy of intimacy. Like I knew to tell my son this, you know, I told him, I said, we won't use his name, but I said, Hey man, you know what? Me too. You know what? That that's tough for me too. that mm-hmm. to, to discipline my eyes to not look at images I shouldn't look at to I. And it was like life just filled his lungs Mm. to hear him say, now I'll be honest earlier in my life, before I learned some of this stuff with the gospel and, and, you know, with stuff that we could dive into deeper, I probably, I wouldn't have wanted him to ever think dad struggles with, you know, looking at pornography. And I'd have told him, dude, don't do this. And you, you know, when you want to hammer it and you do those things, because we don't want our kids to suffer the consequences of opening that Pandora's box to whatever that sin is. And so we want to make it like, you don't do this. Well, that's not the reality. The reality of 95% of men is that 95% of men struggle with, with their eyes. And so instead of me just hammering it, of me trying to just crush that thing, don't ever look at that again. Don't ever. And I'm going to punish you. You know what we did? We kind of came up, we started talking, we kind of came up with a word, hey, if you're struggling with this, here's what I want you to do. I want you to call me. If I'm struggling with it, I'm going to say, now we got to be age appropriate with our kids and all this stuff. But I think if you ask this kid today, that moment with me and him together and walking through some of that stuff together, 
it probably deepened our relationship uh, maybe as much or as more as anything we walked through together. Okay. Mm. And so uh, anyway, I'm so thankful to Tim Sexton and some of the things that I've learned about, uh, about the gospel and that idea of transparency. And listen, never once did I tell him it was okay. Never once did I tell him it's a good thing. Never once did I, I let down in any way of saying it's destructive. It's anything. All I said was, yep, me too. I, I got to fight this too. And you know what? We, we can do this together. And I think that's what men need. Like we need, it's part of why we love sports growing up. We had all this camaraderie. We have all yeah. this brotherhood. We got all these dudes that we fight with. And we, w- w- listen, whether you're a fine arts dude or you're a athletics dude, or you're, you know, a computer area, you, whatever it is that you're in, you still want this community. Now I, I watch even my kid on Xbox, my youngest, and he's playing and he's playing with like seven different dudes on his head. Yeah. Well, there's community even yeah. in, inside of that. And so, and then all of a sudden we get older and then we don't have community yeah, or even the community we have, what do we do at church? We like put our best stuff on. We go walk around like everything's great and everything's perfect. It's a lie. I mean, it's, it's yeah. just, it's just not, it's, it's not reality. And I don't think that's, I don't think that's helping our kids to try to call something that is reality, that it's not reality. And so the reality is I have to work on my eyes as hard as possible. Why would I not tell my son that, you know, anyway, uh, you, you asked the question about the fight for the hearts of our kids. Yeah. You know, I think that was the second part of that. I told you earlier, you're going to have to shut me <laughs> up. <laughs> no, it's good. It's all uh, fits. Um, man, you know what, the way, the easy definition of that is we just say, do the challenges. Like mm-hmm. we're going to, what, what I say is, is we're, is we're gonna, we're gonna provide you each month with a challenge. And that's the equipping part. It's like right here in your hand, here it is. Now go do this, this month with your kid. And we're not saying like fireworks are going to go off and everything's going to change. It's just being intentional, you know, with, with our kids. And so we define that fighting for the hearts of our kids in some different ways. But like the one thing I think a dude shouldn't be doing is the only time he's spending with his kid, he's sitting down with them and trying to break down the book of first John or revelation with them. Yeah. Like, dudes, yeah. like, like if they love video games, go play a video game with them. If they love yeah. jumping on the trampoline, go jump on the trip. We try to tell our guys, listen, that time at night, when you come up for most men, you know, they get up in the morning and they go to work and honestly, their coworkers get the best of them. Cause man, yeah. I look the best. I feel the most refreshed. Dude, I got to go win at work. I got to go kill it. Get this, do that. And then by the end of the day, like we come at home and what do we want to do? Kind of want to sit on the couch, turn on a, a game or turn on the news and tell everybody, shut up, brush your teeth, do your homework, get your butts in bed. And all yeah. of a sudden, the people that I love the most are getting the worst of me. And, it, and it's it's fine that our coworkers are getting the best, I mean, are getting good, but is that who I really want to give the best to? And so Part of what we try to do with even at M46 Dads is recognizing the time that we do have with our kids. Oh, it's sacred. So let's start and get a little more intentional about that time. And there's nothing wrong with sitting around watching a game with kids. If you're doing that, you know what? Watch the time. You know, watch the game with your kid. But listen, there's nothing wrong with he's over there on the Xbox. That sucker will not take his headset off. Well, listen, you go play with them. You go play Madden. Or you go play, you know what I'm saying? And listen, when I do that, 
I'm not a big fan of the Xbox. I'm not a big fan of that. So when I get on, I'm dead in like seven seconds, whatever the yeah. fighting game they're playing. But And they laugh at me. In fact, the last time I jumped on, I was playing with one brother and the other brother was behind it, filming it and putting it on TikTok or something going, <laughs> Dallas stinks. He stinks at being a, but the point for me was not to win the game. It was just to get on there and play with my kid a little bit, yeah. you know? Yeah. And so, so the real practical answer to that fighting for their hearts inside of M46 is, Hey, here's the challenge of the month. Go do it and make sure that you, you know, you put effort into it. But deeper than that, we get into some other stuff of just being intentional with our time. And to be quite honest, some guys have tough, you know, whether it's by their decision or not, they're separated from their kids. They may see their kids one weekend a month. They may see their kids, you know, whatever that is. So we're like, okay, listen, wherever you are at, it's it's never too late. Why? Because yeah. of the gospel. It's never yeah. too late. Listen, that 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 place in my heart for my dad, whether he was good dad, bad dad, present, not present, listen, it's still there because mm-hmm. scripture says the weight of a child is their father. There's a weight inside of every kid. And that's why actually I'm going to get into something you shouldn't hear or into a different, different area. But man, if you go look at stats, people talk about how do we change our country? They're like, everybody gets separated up into stuff. Should you be Democrat or Republican or rural or city or, or money or no money or that? I don't care how you break them up. Every single stat comes down to daddy or no daddy. And listen, I would, I would quote yeah. a stat, but it would be dumb for me to quote because every single one of them come down to daddy or no daddy. What we've got to be careful as men who even live in the same house with our kids is sometimes we can be physically present and emotionally distant. It's like exactly. we're not even there, even though we are there. And so that fight for their hearts, it is a reminder that our kids' hearts they're being fought for in a lot of different ways. Like God put me at this time, this place and this kid's life. Oh, I'm going to be faithful to go fight for it. Yeah. That should be yeah. intentional. Yeah. Yeah. That's really good. I like, because I think for men, it gives them that challenge and that focus. Uh, Cause I think a lot of guys didn't have a dad who poured into them, so they don't know how to do it. And so it gives them that way. Give me a quick synopsis of you. You said y'all been doing it for seven years. You meet Friday mornings. What is it? What does it look like? How has it evolved your meetings? Yeah. So what's funny is, yeah, we started almost seven years to this month. Uh, And so we really started pretty simply. It was just literally that it was put out some stuff into our community. Who wants to be a better dad? We started at 630 in the morning and we go 630, 730. It's short. Kind of, there's been other groups that branch off for us. A lot of them do it for an hour and a half, which gives a little more time for guys to talk. We, you know, the way I've done it is, is we keep it right at an hour. So guys know they're going to be in and out because they're trying to get to work. Um, but so literally we started it for the men of, of our community. They come in, they get a chicken biscuit and a coffee, talk for a couple of minutes. A lot of times I'll have some kind of little funny video or a little touch of video or something, you know, just kind of break the ice. We'll review from the last month. Sometimes mm-hmm. we'll have a man who will give, you know, what people in the church would call a testimony. We just call it an M46 moment, something yeah. that's happened between them and their kid. Sometimes dudes want to stand up and talk about something that hit them for with, with their dad even, but they'll, they'll give a little, t- and those are, those are always very powerful because yeah. they're coming out of experience and from the heart. 
you know, and, and they're real. It's amazing how many dudes will cry when they start thinking about their kids or they start thinking about their own dad, you know. It's true. And uh, so we'll do a quick review of the last month and men talk about it at their tables. How did it go? And that's kind of the heart right there is, yeah. is how did it go? And, uh, and so I always mess with the men. I was like, all right, for those of you who didn't do your challenge last month, time to lie, trying to act like, act, <laughs> to act like you did it. All right. And then, and then all we do is we get, we get our new challenge. Yeah. You know, we get our, we get our new challenge or we kind of get our new little lesson. We try to do that in about 15 minutes, you know, most time, uh, to the point, but try to make, you know, try to drive home the point very well, have an image with it. Here's the tool. Here's the one scripture. Here's the challenge. And then we finish the day. A lot of times I'll say, hey, has anybody got anything to share? A lot of times a uh, guy or two might have one thing that they just kind of want to add at the end. And then honestly, we take a knee at the end of it and we pray a prayer of blessing over our wives, over our kids, our businesses. And then God, help us to have the strength and courage to go fight for the hearts of our kids. And I'll be, I'll be quite honest. I personally believe that men are the primary discipleship makers of their home. I hope my yeah. kids have a good pastor. I hope they have good teachers, good coaches. I know I'm the primary influence of life. My kids, even in those teenage years, when they want to act like they're not listening to us, I've been coaching long enough to know that that primary force is dads. And by the way, the one kickback I would get from time to time is people like, well, what about for kids who don't have a dad or what about for, you know, um, you know, just for the moms. And I'm like, listen, I get that. But at some point you just said it, there are dudes that didn't have this. Where can a guy go to just simply be a better dad? Yeah. And that's what, that's what we're trying to do. And so listen, maybe we will stop some of that curse. Maybe we will stop some of that, but we got to start somewhere. But we do make the point that in the book of James, it says pure and undefiled religion is taking care of those who are widows and orphans. And I mm-hmm. tell guys and ours, Hey, one common denominator, no daddy, no daddy for the wife or no, or, you know, husband for the wife, no dad. And so, as we begin to take care of our kids, I think it really truly is a responsibility for me to be the hands and feet of Jesus and for me to have my eyes open. Where is that little boy? Where is that little girl that doesn't have a daddy? How can I and my kids maybe help feed into them? But that's a side ministry. What we're trying to do is get the dudes who just want to be better dads and equip them, or we want to try to breathe a little life into them. And so that's but what's interesting, David, of how this happened is I mentioned it earlier. Um, the youth minister at that church started coming. He's Mark Hall of Casting Crowns. Him and a couple of men at some point after I don't know however long we've been doing it. And our goal was just do this for the men of our community. Do this for us. Just do it right here. It's all we're doing. He came to me and he's like, hey, this, this, this needs to be outside the walls of this church. He'd been doing youth ministry for 25 years. He goes, basically what I do is I try to come in when families are falling apart and a lot of times it's relationship with dad that has blown up and I'm trying to pick pieces. He said, I don't have any curriculum. I don't really have much that I can hand to a dad when he's like got a fifth grade, fourth grade, you know, elementary kid who's going into the youth ministry in middle school and say, Hey, get ahead of life, get ahead of this daddy thing. And so honestly, he kind of started back in a little bit. He said, Hey, would you think about maybe this, becoming a curriculum. This may be becoming something that other people can start. And so uh, a couple of years ago, I guess about two and a half years ago, David C. Cook came along and, uh, and, you know, we now have a book and we have our first year's curriculum. It's called fight for their hearts, but it's a, uh, it's our crash course 
for our season one. And our hope is we're going to have maybe probably three seasons. We've gone through four or five, you know, yeah. at our places. Cause man, honestly, the topics are almost never ending of what you can have, but what we want to do is provide. Yeah. And we're about to film season two actually, but what we would like to hand off to a group of dads is, Hey, can we get together and not walk together for six weeks? Hey, let's walk together for two or three years, yeah. you know, yeah, and just good. like, let's do life together for a while. And so, yeah. you know, my prayer, my hope maybe is if God wants to use it and one day it's in churches or Christian schools or small groups or really just anywhere, a group of men want to get together and say, I want to be a better dad. And, yeah. and, and that's it. And it's, it's AA for dads. No. And, and I think that's true. Cause I think when, when you get a man who's, who's that type of dad, his children's friends will naturally be influenced. That's right. You know, when they come over to the house, like on Wednesdays, my kids used to bring their friends home. We'd feed them and take them to church. That was our thing. If you come on a Wednesday, we feed you and take you to church. That's right. So many of them were like, do y'all sit around the table? Yes. A lot. And we're like, yeah, yeah our meals are around the table. And it just kind of blew them away. They didn't yeah. have that. Yes. And they loved coming, not for the food. They just loved to experience a home that was peaceful, that, that the parents were interested they got asked questions and it was amazing to see that we didn't do anything special. You know, you make some pancakes for them. You know, I did that mainly because it was cheap because it started getting like 10, 12 of them and I couldn't afford to feed them all. So, yes, but they, yep. they loved it. They loved just sitting around. stuff. Mm -hmm. And we, we, we use that rhino for three reasons. Number one, this rhino is this humongous creature. Okay. And so literally scripture says the weight of a, the weight of a child is their father. And so listen, whether you're a good dad, bad dad, whether you're present or you grew up never even being around your dad, it's going to have a massive impact. That mm -hmm. presence is huge. Okay. And, uh, and again, I refer people back to look up any stat you want to look at on whether there's a doubt. I'm going to tell you, people want to really freak out on church stats. Look at the stat. If your dad went to church with you or just your mom went to church with you. And that is not putting down mamas because yep. mamas are awesome. And, and, and all of that, it is massive. The impact on a kid's future being a it part is. of a church. If their dad actually goes to church. So we use the rhino because it's this huge creature. Secondly, I don't know if you, you know this, but a, a rhino can run 30 miles per hour, but can only see 10 yards in front of itself. So it's got this huge horn, this armor paint skin, because it's going to crash into things. It's, <laughs> it's going to. And so we tell guys, just like the rhino, if we're going to run, we're going to have to run by faith and not by sight because we can't see everything up in front and we mm -hmm. can't quit when we fall down. We can't, yeah. when we run into something, even if it's our mistake, we can't be quitting. Man, the life of our family is on the line here. And then the third reason we use it is a group of birds is a flock and a group of fish is a school. Well, a group of rhinos is a crash. So we say our monthly meetings, we don't call them meetings, we call them crash. So like we just had our, you know, we just had our February crash, you yeah. know, this month. And it's a kind of a strange sound. But once guys understand it, they're kind of like, yeah, I'm a part of this. And I and I tell guys, don't you want like, and I try to encourage guys, the kids that you hang around, that your kids hang around, 
encourage their dads to come to this. Like how cool would it be if my kid is growing up around a bunch of rhinos fighting for the hearts of our kids, you're talking about wanting to make a difference in our country. I'll be honest. You know, the last two years, the world's been upside down. You just turn on the news and it's nuts. And I literally just sit there and I go, they can say whatever they want to say, what the problem is. We want to make a difference. Let's invest in daddies. Like yep. that's it. I think that's the difference. It's, it's the men, it's the daddies. And so, man, part of what we want to get across to men is maybe the most important thing you ever do outside of your relationship with Christ is just fighting for the hearts of your kids, man. Yeah. You yeah. know, out of all the stuff that we do at work and at play and this, that, and the other, and, um, man, not to get a long winded again with another answer here, but we do this little, we do this little deal, uh, this little deal with our dads. And we just say this, close your eyes, fast forward your life to the very last day of your life. Make yourself 90, hundred years old. It's not sad. It's just your last day. You're laying on your deathbed and just ask yourself this question. What matters? Yeah. And, and to be honest, I've asked that question. My dad taught me to ask that question. Like, I don't know how many hundreds or if not thousands of men I've had the opportunity to ask that to. And I get three answers and they say them in different ways. The only three answers are my relationship to God. I'm about to meet God. I'm about to die. My relationship to God, my relationship with my family. Did I love Mm -hmm. them? Well, did I spend time with them? Did I, did I teach them everything I wanted to, did I, did I do everything I wanted to do with them and the impact I have on others? And so in, in, in M46, we call that father family field. That's what matters in the life of a man father, family, field. And so what we say is, if I'm going to run a race and that's my finish line, because I think we just defend, we just defined on our last day, on our last day, that's what matters. So we defined our finish line. So I tell guys, you know, Hey, on your market set, go, I don't care how fast you are. If you don't know your finish line, how do I know I'm running the race correctly? How sad would it be for me to get to the end of my race, the end of my life to realize, oh, I ran the wrong race. What yeah. the crap? Like, yeah. I don't want to run the wrong, I don't want to run the wrong race. And so yeah. the power, I think of M46 every month for the dudes who, who come, a lot of them tell me, man, it's just such a great reminder of what really matters. It's just like it's it recenters you to like, yeah. okay, I'm letting my mind think all of this crap really, really matters way more than it probably does. These are the things that matter. So I tell guys, like even money, man, money's important. Like I I hope when I die, I can leave money to take care of my wife and my kids, even leave money for the, for the missions and causes that I believe in. But I don't think on my deathbed, I'm going to be lay there telling my wife, Hey, you know, pull out, show me the fifties and the hundreds, you know, yeah. just show up to actually in my case, it'd be like, show me the fives and 10. <laughs> yeah. But, but you know, but you know what I'm saying? Money has value, but it only has value inside of father family field. Yeah. And, yeah. and so it, it we want to, we want to run the race that matters, not the race that the world tells us to run. Yeah. Yeah. That's great. Well, well, Kenny, this has been a great conversation where can people go to find out more about M46 and everything it is? Man, I uh, would love for you guys to go to uh, m46dads.com. It's simple. It's, it's all right there. We actually have, I have here with me right now. I've got, uh, here's our book, our book, Fight for the Hearts. And, um, you know, it, it, 
listen, it, it is a, I believe it's an incredibly good fatherhood book that's so practical for a guy who's ready to dive deep into what, what does it really mean? What does it really mean to be a godly daddy? You know, and so we give some very practical things out of every one, out of every chapter, uh, you know, that, that will that will really that will really push you. And then we have our, our workbooks available. And it's just, you know, we call it our crash course one. Yeah. And uh, for anybody who wants to start a small group. So we tell guys like you're just, you know, kind of going solo. I mean, everybody, we, we'd love for everybody to get the book and also the workbook uh, if you're doing it by yourself. But even on our website, we have videos under our leader resources that you can kind of watch that go along with every chapter. So if you get the workbook, you know, the, uh, the, the little videos, they go along with it. And it's all there at m46dads.com. And like everything, you can get these at Amazon and stuff. I tell people all the time, I'm speaking at a, I'm speaking at a men's conference this Saturday. And I tell people when I go, I'm not trying to sell books, man. My, that's not what I'm trying to do. Like, I want to see a daddy revolution. Exactly. A revolution, a revolution is an overthrow of a current social order. The current social order, it's not just fatherlessness, and that's growing. It's growing more and more, you know, single, single family homes where dad's not around. It, it, but it's also visionless dads or like dads who they just don't know what to do with their kids. Yeah. And so we're just existing. We're just going, well, what do we, in what area of our life do we do that? Like if there was some area in our business that we didn't know about, would we not go study it and learn about it and become a pro in it? If I wanted to, if I wanted to drive a boat, I wouldn't just say, well, I can't get a boat because I don't know how to drive a boat. Well, I go find out how to drive a boat. And so what we want to do kind of with the books and the workbooks is just equip guys. If they want to do it solo, you, you can do it solo. What we really encourage guys to do is to find a group of men to walk together. So to be quite honest, in our meetings, our meetings, the book and the workbook, they're just all extra. For our guys that come to our meeting, they get the challenge, they go do it. But we tell them, man, there's the deep dive. Obviously, you got to have them if you're going solo. But in a, in a group, man, we love guys to do it together just because they can start hitting into that transparency. But Reading the yeah. book is a good is a good start. Fight for their hearts, but yeah. we're not trying to sell books, man. We want to equip daddies to go fight for the hearts of their kids. Yeah, that's awesome. That's awesome. Well, and I'll put all the links to everything on the show notes, uh, so guys can get that. And uh, Kenny, just I just want to say thank you for all that you do for men, and thank you for your heart for dads. Yeah, well, what an honor to be with you today and to all those dudes out there, man. Go, you know, go go play wiffle ball with your kids tonight. Go jump a tr- on a trampoline with those guys, you know. Love them when you put them down to bed tonight. Say a little prayer, touch them and tell them that tell them that you love them. Just be an intentional dad. I, I think at the end of the day, man, our kids if they know that we love them and we know that we're not going anywhere, that they can walk around with the security that they do not have to earn our love, that it's going to be there no matter what, no matter when. Yeah. I'm going to tell you what, we're taking a big step to giving them an opportunity to be successful in life. That's true. That's good stuff. All right. Appreciate it, Kenny. All right, brother. Wasn't that some great stuff from Kenny? It really was. 
If you'd like to find out some more about Kenny Dallas, Tim Sexton, what they do with M46Dads.com, just go to M46Dads.com. All their information is there. You can even click the link in the show notes and it'll take you straight to it. And also, if you want to be a better dad, this month we're really featuring some things to help you be a better dad. All of our podcasts are going to be about that. And I've also got some information to help you be a better dad. We've got some workshops coming up. We've got some digital curriculum about being a better dad. Dad's secrets to success. If you want to find out all about that, go to theconfidentman.me and you can find out all of that. If you'd like to find out more about my coaching, go to davidmaxwellcoaching.com and you can check out all the options we have to help you be a better man. You've been listening to the Confident Man Podcast. Click subscribe so you don't miss a future episode. You can connect with David on Facebook and Instagram at David the Maxwell. Find resources to help you as a man at theconfidentman.me. That's theconfidentman.me.